Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning and welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I gotta tell you guys something real quick before we get to the John Krasinski story. I had a dream with a phone number in it. That you remembered? I I turned my light on and wrote the number down. And but, now I'm wondering, am I supposed to be playing these numbers in the Powerball? So, it, okay, wait, but is it a full phone number? Could we call it? It is. I don't know the area code, but I've got the bump, 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 right? Hmm. But there's a repetitive number in there. So I wonder... If I should, like, let's just say, I'm not going to tell you the numbers because I want to win the lottery. Let's just say the number is 5541234. Should I be playing the number 5 or the number 55? You know, like, now I'm wondering, should I do a whole bunch of variations of the number? Mm. All I know is anyone listening right now who works for the Minnesota Lottery is just licking their chops. <laughs> Everybody, get over here. Listen to this. Listen to this. But, what, I mean, it's a very specific phone number. I don't have an area code, but it, it starts with a really weird prefix. Like nothing. Zero. It's not a zero. But, I mean, what do I do with that information? Should I just call that number right now? Yes. I don't want to. I I didn't want to hear the story, but I did. I took it and learned from it. Sometimes we have to do things we don't want to do. Call it. I'm not going to call it. Come on. Don't be a little sissy. What am I supposed to say when I get through? Are you my dad? or what? I don't know where we think this is going. All right. Hold on. What area code are you going to do? I... Oh, bummer. Mm. Mm. And what does that mean? Good question. I'm playing those numbers. Woo! Uh, You should go play the lottery. Okay. Is the Powerball big right now? I mean, it's always big, I guess. I don't know, but I think the next drawing is Wednesday. It's Wednesdays and Saturdays, I believe. Oh, let me see what it is right now. See, what really stinks about this number is that those that repetitive number like let's just say it's a two it's next to an, a six it's next to another two it's next to a four do i play yeah there are 24 so, there's just so many combinations boy, powerball is awesome it's uh estimated jackpot is 321 million oh my god what am i doing here uh <laughs> the next drawing is in 58 hours all right i'm gonna go play these now, what's great I'll see is you guys tomorrow, Donna. Wait a second. How do you have to get numbers in a row when you do it, or you just have to match the numbers? They don't have to be in a row. No. Okay. Just the Powerball has to be in the same position. Right. Yes. That's the only to... one. Yeah. I mean, what would that be like? 
Oh my gosh, I got, whoa, I got a number. I'll let Everybody's you know laughing. on Thursday. <laughs> or maybe From not. Yacht. Or maybe not. Yeah, you might not be in after the new year. Right? What if it's but all no, the same numbers, guys. but I didn't put them in the right, you know. Like no. if it's one, two, three, four, five, should I be playing 12, 23, 45? Hey, boys, get over here. You got to listen to this lady. Now the, all, everybody is going to email you who works for the lottery and be like, uh, yeah, you need to do this variation. You need to do You're, 20, 40, 100 of them. Mathematically, if you cash in your 401k, there's no way you can lose. <laughs> um, so imagine, imagine... Here's how it happens when people's lives get changed with a mega lottery win. They're in a room with somebody watching. I got one. <laughs> oh, two. That's the three. Isn't that like a hundred dollars? Nobody's Four. watching oh, it live. God. You don't think so? Do you? Well, no. But I'm speaking for you I know. I don't even know where to find the lottery well, other the lotto than channel. online. Nothing but lotto numbers. There's got to be an all lottery channel. And now we take you to the Rhode Island lotto. Let's for let's talk to eleven the people who watch Wheel of Fortune. They would know Donna. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Their what? vote counts too. No, I watch Wheel of Fortune. Well, Wheel is a great show. It is a great show. It is a great show. Grant, can I give you suggestions how to watch it next time you and Lily are sitting down with I'd your love horses? It. What you got? Here's what you do. Each person, first of all, come up with a wager before the game starts. It could be you have to get me a drink of my choosing whenever I say. Nice. Okay. That's what my brothers and I used to do. All right. So, a uh, wager before it starts, and then each puzzle... You get one guess and one guess only. Once Ooh. you have guessed, that is your final guess. And then uh, you get a point. And then bon- the bonus round is worth two. And then it's just heads up. And usually it'll come down to the bonus round. Somebody's within two anyway. They might still be able to get a tie or come from behind win. That's cool. It's an exciting way to do it. And then what happens? Later that night, it's 945. You're watching the Queen's Gambit. You can sense that she's really cozied in. The throw blanket is up to her chin and say... Hey, hey, Lily, I could really go for a hot chocolate right now. Love it. And then she has to do that. I'm doing it. And I beat How her all the time. How about that Vanna? Oh, my I God. Mean, I mean, her job is like so the here. equivalent of waving. You okay. know? Okay, That's what she makes millions of dollars just for, like, putting her hand out or turning a whatever those probably things the, are. Probably the most said name by someone who's never said anything on TV. Well, she does say things. She does. Occasion- end, yeah, yeah. You know. Occasionally, but not like, you know, a regular host of any kind. Yeah. Vanna White makes $10 million per year. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a lot of money, guys. What is Pat? What do you think Pat Sajak makes? Uh, $25 million. Whoa, fifteen million. So the guy who's doing all the work is making fifty percent more. more. Okay, all right. Hey, by the way, the Krasinski story. Yeah. Um, it is returning. Some good news. His show that he sold a while ago to like Viacom, CBS. That's right. So he has brought it back from summer vacation, and he brought your boyfriend, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as well as George Clooney, 
and oh. uh, millions of bucks with him. Nice. Well, Emily Blunt has been in a, a, a movie with The Rock. Let's just let's... Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah. So hence the connection. Right. All right. Let's listen to a, a little bit of, you know, their their latest adventure. Well, let me ask you this. Do your kids have a Christmas list? Yes. Excellent. And now that I know that, I can honestly say there's nothing I can do. <laughs> but lucky for you, there is someone who can because, Jay, I know the big man in the suit. I actually know the guy that you tweeted to get this whole thing started. So, drum roll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Duanta Claus! Oh my god! Hey, what's up, Rock? What's happening? My man, Jay! What's going on? <laughs> How are you? How you doing? Tell me a little bit about what's going on. Tell Duanta Claus everything. Yeah, so, you know, I'm doing good. You know, I'm blessed. I have two amazing... So then what happens? Hey, you got to watch. You want Well, essentially, he yeah, you guys should check it out. But this guy is a widower of three years, and he's been selling stuff on eBay. And he's been hard-pressed to find a job, and he just wanted to get his kids a great Christmas present. So he tweeted out to The Rock that he's trying to do something. So they found this gentleman, and eventually... It's a little long, so we can't go through the whole thing. But The Rock does surprise him with all the stuff that his kids want. He said, mm. I'm taking care of everything uh, oh. that you want. His son is an 11-year-old, and he's going to get him an Xbox Series X. He's got a uh, a daughter that's going to have, uh, what is it, uh, 8-year-old. She's 8-year-old, and she's going to get the OMG dolls. I don't know if those are a big oh, yeah. thing. So, they must be. Yeah, so oh, they stepped in really cool. Duanta Claus I love it, rescue. Steve. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you about your Christmas present. Oh. A cameo from The Rock. That would be really nice, Donna. Yeah, that's too expensive. I can't do that. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we'll get nerdy together. I'm, I'm going to explain why we like the song by Wham! Last Christmas. Okay. We'll give it a listen together. It's because of how it's constructed musically. We will explain when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Stop it. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. I gotta find my uh, my thingy thing. I found it. Studies Woo. have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are yeah. study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey oh. Steve, what up? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Do you have a study? Oh yeah, I'll do one if you want me to. Our conversations are so effervescent, right? They're bubbling up. You never know when the next thing's going to come. That's, that's what I like about it. It's just so real, right? No. <laughs> so, do you know the song Last Christmas by Wham? Uh-huh. It's one of my faves. Do you like it, Donna? Yes. Nice. Well, there is a... Uh, there's a... Yes? Nothing. I'm just listening. Are you laughing at I'm the amused potential by of my story? Yes. What, do I amuse you? What, what, what do I, I make clown? By the way, there was a great Joe Pesci impression by Kyle Mooney over the weekend with the Home Alone 2. Very cute. Alternate ending where the woman in the park bludgeoned <laughs> them to death. <laughs> Had blood all over her face. Oh, that? yes, Kevin. Let's go back to the plaza. So there's a guy named uh, 
I don't know, the Chili Gonzalez Guide to a Bittersweet Christmas. It's from a UK publication called The Big Issue. God only knows how I stumbled on this. But anyway, some guy named Gonzo, who I've never seen before, but I like him. He's sitting in a robe, in a robe at a piano. And he's doing this breakdown of how you can make the perfect bittersweet song by flipping the music and putting minor keys where there would be major keys and major keys where there would be minor keys, blah, blah, blah. Point is, he said that what makes a Christmas song so good is when it's the mix of the two, right? Just like Christmas. It's sort of a melancholy time. It's really wonderful and romantic, but there are elements of melancholy to it as well. So... With Last Christmas, he said why it works so well musically is because they do the perfect uh, balance between major chords and minor chords. Hmm. He says, think of Phantom of the Opera. Dun, 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 dun. He says that's like a caricature of a minor chord song where they're really trying to tell you this is ominous. And then there's the other side of things. Think of the entertainer. Dun, 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 dun. It's all major chords, so it just overtly feels good. But the songs that usually connect the most are a mix of the two. Here he is now breaking down Wham! And it's a cool opportunity to listen to a version of Last Christmas on the keys. This enough. Now, I just made an album of Christmas music, and I was looking for those Christmas songs that had this kind of bittersweetness, and I found one in Wham's Last Christmas, right? We start in the major, right? We're talking about something fairly positive. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. That's a wonderful, naive statement, and so it has to be in major. But then when the lyrics change, here's the brilliant part. But the very next day, you gave it away, and here we have a minor chord, right? That's proper musical storytelling. Let's have a listen. Kick it! Grammy winner. I thought he was a comedian just by the looks of, us of the luck, right? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's Canadian. He lives in Germany. Isn't that beautiful? It's really pretty. Aww. Isn't that really nice? Hey, Grant, hell, look, it's Christmas, right? Mary Clarence! <laughs> Scroll back to the beginning of this video, would you? I think we're all enjoying the breakdown, the study of why music connects with us. Yes? Yeah, yeah sure, why not? Absolutely. Do you Play want me to go to the beginning? The, from the beginning, beginning? Yeah, just from the very beginning. We'll give a little more and then a little more insight as to why we connect with certain songs. Okay. And he's so friggin' good, isn't he? That's yeah, he's cool. amazing. Hello, this is Chili Gonzalez for The Big Issue, here talking about major and minor keys. It's a little simplistic to say that minor is sad and major is happy. For example, you could pack your song with nothing but minor chords and think that you've created something dark. I mean, it actually makes me think of 
Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. One minor chord after another. In fact, it's a caricature of dark music. Press pause. Caricature. Major is kind of the same. He said caricature. He said caricature. That's like the microwave. <laughs> right. So he's meaning caricature there, but I, maybe that's how Canadians say it. It could be. Back to Gonzo quick. If you pack a bunch of major chords, it doesn't guarantee that your song is going to make people happy. I mean, in a more innocent time, in the 50s, for example, a lot of songs simply had a lot of major chords, like La Bamba. Is that a cool breakdown? It's like a free master yeah. class. I was just going to say, I bet it is some sort of class. That's uh, cool. I want him to be my music teacher. Yeah. Last Christmas. His freaking name is Chili. Chili Gonzalez. His he real name is Gonzo. Jason Charles Beck. Um, Jason Charles Beck. Uh, when we return, it's a Money Monday. Oh, yay! A second round of stimulus seemingly gets the thumbs up here. A breakdown of what kind of money you might be able to expect to arrive in your mailbox. When we return, Money Monday next on Don and Steve. And we're back. Another tequila, babe. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson looking ravishing, babe. <laughs> Steve. I could just see him shaking his oh, head God. doing it, too. Yeah, that's oh, And my shoulders were into it quite a bit as well. Oh, man. What a journey. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Hey, everyone. Hey, Steve. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. That's really good to hear, Donna. Thank you. Well, you want another round of stimulus, Donna? Sure. At long last, congressional leaders last night announced they had agreed on a second round of stimulus, stimuli, to help the United States economy. What is in the $900 billion goodie bag, Bob? Let me break it down. This according to the Morning Brew. First of all, direct payments. Those who made under $75,000 in the 2019 tax year will receive checks for $600 plus $600 per child. Now, I think the first round was 1200. So this is down, this is 600. But it's money. Yeah. And yeah. it's coming to you. Yeah. How about this? This is important added unemployment benefits of $300 per person. And I believe last week Minnesota uh already refueled for their unemployment needs. And I believe I heard Governor Walls talking about hoping that the federal government would pitch in more on top of that. And now they are. $300 billion for the Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP, which supports small businesses, although there's quite a bit of controversy around it last time because there were some bigger businesses that technically were small businesses, but really operated much like bigger businesses that were getting these PPP loans. Meanwhile, other small businesses that really were tiny small businesses couldn't get the aid that they needed. 
What do you want me to get involved in politics after I'm done with radio, Donna? Is that really what you want? Sorry, I blew up. That would be, yeah, I would actually like to see that. <laughs> you be, wouldn't. No, I mean, no. Uh, no, it would be an interesting route, that's for sure. I think you could do it. Donna, would you support me, or do we have too many moral discrepancies? I will we... always support you, Steve. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. She is my creation. <laughs> <laughs> I will always support you, Steve. Yeehaw. I am Donna. I'm going to keep you around as a little robot lady after you're dead. <laughs> That's funny. A $15 billion injection to help airlines rehire over 32,000 workers who were furloughed in October, mm. plus more for airports and air travel-related industries. Uh, Amtrak is going to receive $1 billion in public transit systems. will get $14 billion in total throughout the country. Uh, plus another $25 billion for rental assistance, plus an extension to the federal eviction moratorium. Here's how they nail it down. The final product was both much less than Democrats wanted and much more than what Republicans wanted. They had pressure to keep the government from shutting down and also pressure to pass a bill before going home for the holiday right. break helped to get the job done. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, in so many of these cases, it's more of like survival money than stimulus money. Right. You know? Yes. I mean, it's nice that people are being protected from being evicted and things like that. Because, I mean, if you can't pay for a roof over your head, what else can't you pay for right now? It's just really, I'm glad they got something done. Yeah, I'm glad they got something done. And hopefully... We look back on this like we looked back on 2008 as that time that we needed some stimulus to get us by. Hopefully, the doors start to fling open again in 2021. Right. That spring will be a symbolic reopening for the country and for these businesses who really need their doors open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the restaurants. Yes. I was on Oprah.com. You heard of Oprah, yes? The Chicago talk show? Yep. I'm aware. Susie Orman was on her show um, a while ago talking about 10 ways that you can have a personal finance fresh start. You know it's going to happen on January 1st, Donna. A lot of people are going to say, this is it. This is the year. This is the year. As Dave Ramsey says, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. We're going to make a change, damn it. We're going to be better with our money. So if that's you... That's you. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, is that you? <laughs> then here's what Susie says. A few steps. First of all, no blame, no shame. Step number one. She says the foundation of a financial fresh start actually has nothing to do with money or specific financial do's and don'ts. The first and most difficult step is to absolve yourself and your spouse or your partner of any guilt. What's I done love is that. done. That's great. You can't go and undo it. All you can do is get serious about what you'll do moving forward. Even if it means paying off debt, that doesn't have to be guilt and shame-ridden of, oh, we racked up all this stuff. No, focus your energy on, we are going to tackle this. Active, proactive, not reactive. Take a snapshot of your finances. 
It's impossible to map out a route of your destination if you don't know where you're starting from. So let's take a before picture of your finances. And then you can take a where you want to go visual image. Here's here's what's happened. Where do we want to be and when do we want to be there? And then you formulate a game plan within it. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> do you uh, are you a fan of Susie Orman? I do. Like I read the book Young, Broken, Fabulous mm, when yeah. I was twenty six. Yep. And yeah, I, I I like that quite a bit. You know what I don't do? Can I just tell on myself here? Sure. I don't have a Roth IRA. Okay. A Roth IRA is really good. Now, we have 401k through work, and why that's good is because in most cases, you're getting some percentage matched. You put in X percentage, you get X percentage back. It's a 100% match that you won't find anywhere on the stock market. Look high, look low. It's always guaranteed 100% return for the match. But a Roth IRA is where you pay taxes now, put the money in the Roth IRA. It's in investments, just like retirement investments would be, but when you get money out of it down the line, you don't have to pay taxes then. Whereas with your 401k, it's tax deferred. No taxes are coming out now. But when you take money out of it in X amount of years, you do pay income tax on that. Right. They say you got to get a Roth IRA and I'm 37 and I feel like I'm missing the boat here and I need to do it. Should I? Oh, son of a bee. Should I make that? A 21 goal for yes. TV Boy? In fact, I think you should put your all your New Year's resolutions down on our show grid, and then maybe every three months we can check in and see how many of those you were able to, you know, follow through on. Hmm. Let's start with mm. workouts. Donna. <laughs> I'm just trying to hit you where it hurts. And I put on, <laughs> I think, five pounds since last week. Oh, Wednesday. that's nothing. I'm sure I put on like 14 the freshman, 14. Know your credit score, okay. silence, says right. Suze Yorman. The big takeaway from the meltdown of 2008 is that banks are going to be a lot less eager to lend you money. We've known that ever since then. So be aware of what that score is. And pro tip, like if you bank with Wells Fargo, hypothetically, it tells me once a month, hey, here's your score. Here's your score. I never have to look it up. I never have to run a report on it. I always see it. I always I see it. I don't know if I do. That's, that's because... You have to click on something to see yeah, your credit score. You don't and... bank online. You have to. You probably have to have a sit down. You call ahead to your bank and get together with Dennis, the branch manager, and it's a whole thing, and he has to print a paper out, and you're at your separate little office cubicle with Dennis, okay. right. and then he's like, and here's your FICO. Okay. What an inefficient well, I, I, How is Dennis? Dennis is great. Thank yeah. you for asking. He's a little backed up right now because lots of people are Understood. wanting to refinance. Of course. <laughs> I refinanced That's earlier this year. Good for you. 2.375 on a 30. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. I'm at a 2.875 right now from a 4.125. Girl. Girl. Put on a 30 or a 15? Yeah, screen on a 20. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. It's nice to take it off for the 20. You know, and I think what happens is it depends on what your goals are. If you're looking to mm-hmm. have more wiggle room every month, then maybe you go for the 20 instead of the 15. But if your goal is to pay that property off, 
Yeah. Flicker. Well, like we refinanced what eight months into owning the home or nine months into owning the home. That's so right. we stayed at a 30 because we did not have an interest in jumping to a 15. Right. Having more 29 and a quarter years left to pay. But we're saving like $80,000 over the course of the loan. You do a f- few weeks of like irritating paperwork that you send in, and then you save $80,000. Hmm. That's impressive. That's impressive. Of course it's impressive. I was at a 3.75. Rate talk. Susie also says, don't obsess over your home's value. Remember, that's a number that only matters when you sell. That's very true. It only matters when you sell. Also, do the annoying, boring, stuffy work, especially in January, of evaluating your retirement plan. Take a look at it. Get a financial advisor. Not a bad idea either. If all of it feels like it just doesn't make any sense, look into a financial advisor. What, you don't want to do that? You're acting really weird. Donna, (laughs) I haven't had family here in five days. I'm singing new songs to the dog. It's weird. I would really, if I ever became a widower, God forbid I ever lost my family. I would just be You don't do well. Isn't it nice, though, Steve, to have a dog with you when you're alone? Yeah, it is. I mean, that is just, it's just so nice to have that little furry companion, you Mm -hmm. know, on the couch with you, maybe let him sleep with you. Have you done that yet? No, I haven't done that yet. We got a good thing going right now in the crate. He sleeps until like eight in the morning. Oh, that's great. It's really great. All right. I'm going to go stretch my hip flexors. All right. You do that. Rub the ball on the (laughs) ball of your feet. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa. right after i said i'm stretching my hip flexors you immediately tell me to rub the ball donna you're sick you said that you had a tennis ball under your foot but i just mentioned my hip flexor which is your groin and then you say rub the ball oh <laughs> Jeez. we'll come back after this we'll, we'll call hr real quick and we'll be right back Donna Valentine has been terminated from Hubbard Broadcasting due to her reference of my ball no. and what I should do. Stop oh, it. They're giving you a farewell You're, segment? What do you call a gaslighter? Is that someone who incites a thing? I think like so. Like who make, fans a flame? Yep. No, you saved yourself by saying singular ball. That was good. Well, some people, you know. I think I had a guy in college who had a situation. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that happens. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay. I'm feeling real weird. Um, That's a, Donna, that was a helpful musical transition. Oh, thank you. you. I appreciate that, Steve. Boy. Absolutely. Thank God it's a short week, huh? (laughs) <laughs> because uh, of how bad this show's been. You got it. <laughs> C chord. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Um, what inspired our Facebook question for today? Oh, Donna, thank you for asking, first of all. Didn't 
didn't know <laughs> if you would. By the way, I have a great monkey story. Um, oh, let's have the monkey story first. You want the monkey story yeah, right now? Yeah, and then we'll get to some of your responses for our Facebook uh, question, which has seven comments. <laughs> Minor chord. Bad news. Monkey story. There was a monkey from the year 1928. Yesterday was the, what is that? What does that make it? 80, 92 year anniversary of a strange but true story. Pet monkey sets house afire. <gasps> found tuning radio as it burns. The pet monkey of this person took advantage of the absence of its master. This is how it's written. By freeing itself from its cage, turning on the burner of the gas mm. range... No. Pressing the pilot light and setting fire to the house. What? It is believed the sash curtains of a nearby open window blew across the gas flame. Firemen say they found the monkey in the living room trying to turn on the radio. The damage to the house was less than $200. This is from 1928. What happened to the monkey? Hopefully you went to monkey prison. Ah. He probably didn't deserve to do the time. He shouldn't have been an, uh, 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 a pet in the first place. You can't have a pet that has opposable thumbs. Right, yeah. Because then they can turn. In fact, even that the dog I have gets his paws up near the burners, near the, the, the pilot, yeah. near the tiny yep. things, the yep. knobs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this guy's going to accidentally turn one of the fires on. Burners. One of the burners. But then I guess he would have to push it down and turn it. But still, I thought about getting child safety things over it just to be safe. Yeah, because that dog's not going to get any smaller. No. He is all, Go ahead. He's just already putting his paws up on a lot of things. So we're teaching the command off. Right. Slow and steady. Does your big fat dog do that ever? Put his paws up on stuff? We saw him do it once recently and both looked at each other with our mouths wide open like... Did he just do that? The thing is, he's so barrel chested (laughs) that anytime he tries to jump, he falls right back down. But this one time he got gripped. I am Grant has dogs that are as tall as people. Yeah, yeah what are your say, dogs? Doing? Yeah, my my dogs just put their face up on the counter. There's no jumping. That's how big wow. they are. Yeah, any kitchen counter, standard kitchen counter, my dog can lift not even without jumping. Just go and put his head and rest it on a kitchen counter table. Has yeah. he gotten himself in any kind of problems? No. Um, wow. Those wolfhounds are very well mannered dogs, and I got to give all the credit to Lily. She's done a good job of you know. Get teaching me how to keep them aware, but no, he has not gotten into really... In the beginning, he did, and if we don't exercise him, he might find something like a remote control off the counter or off the TV, but as long as we exercise him, he doesn't mess with anything. Wow. Okay, Grant, tell everybody the dog bed that you oh, use. So in my living room, because we have two Irish wolfhounds, they're 150 pounds apiece. We're looking at 300 pounds minimum of just two dogs. So they don't make dog beds... Big and they do make single dog beds for like a big dog, but my dogs like to cuddle, like kind of they yep. really get together. They spoon. They spoon. Yep. Mm-hmm. So to solve a problem where we couldn't find a bed big enough for our two dogs, we bought a full mattress. Oh my a word. A full sized Full size mattress, put it on the floor, bought three body length pillows, put wow. those on each side and along the back, and then put a drape sheet, you know, in those like those uh sheets that are um 
tight for bedding, you know? Oh, the skirt? The like skirt, a bed skirt? Not a skirt, but the one that holds the sheet, you know, so it's got fitted. that elastic. The fitted. The fitted yeah. sheet, yeah. So that'll keep it all together. And we have, so it looks like we have a whole, you know, one of those fresh dog beds with, you know, the arms in the back, but we made it ourselves. But it's know. up against the window, right? Or yes. the wall, which, yeah. so you only need three sides. But, oh, wow. my God. It's, what a life there. Yeah, it's something else, man. But they're they're so great, you guys. I mean, as you know, as dog lovers, all dogs are great. Whatever dog fits your fancy. But I'm telling you, if you guys ever get a big dog around and you just there's human eye. You were saying it last week, Donna. Those hazel or that that those yep the, like chocolatey chocolatey Kelly, almond yeah. eyes. Our dogs have almond eyes with black, eyes, and it just looks like you're looking at a human. Yeah, they're, I don't right like into that. Their soul. That scares me. Oh, I love it. I want the eyes to be very pet ish, and not like Carl. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. He looks yeah. at me like he's like, Grant, um, I want to go here now. And it's, right. it, I can tell wow. by just him looking at me what he wants to do. Can I share something? Sweet. Look, our Facebook question sucked today. Yeah, it's not the greatest. Um, Donna came up with it. I it, did not. Okay. You did what painting. What DIY project are you most proud of? I thought people would be sending in pictures of the remodeled kitchen, the powder room that they once over. Yeah, people yeah, were yeah. saying my laundry. Okay. What's up with this? I went out and got my dog a big cushy dog bed. And um, my dog seems to have little interest in it. In fact, I put him on it multiple times, and then he would just wait a second and then walk off of it. He likes to. He seems to enjoy just sleeping on a cool surface, hmm. like the wood floor. Even in his crate, he will dig up the little padding that we have so that he can just rest on the oh, cold plastic. Yeah, it is. I I'm wondering, will they get into cozy? He likes the couch. He'll but... grow into it because mine, mine okay. didn't ever go on a dog bed, and then just one day out of if you. Rise, have it risen off the ground a little bit. They like oh. that. There's Ooh. also there's a cooling pad too that we have for our dogs. We put it. It's a little gel pad. You put it under a sheet or under you know put it on top of their bed and put a sheet over it. They'll lay in their bed and it keeps them cool throughout the night. It's these freaking dogs are so spoiled. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Listen to us. Oh yeah. They are my babies. Oh jeez. I'm not at like full smitten yet. Because we've gone through enough of like an annoying puppy phase where they look cute, but they're just the biting. But now, you know what's great? The biting has really, um, really stopped. And now he just like the soft mouthing and yeah, just yeah. he plays this. Have I told you this, this game of fetch where you throw it and then he brings it back and dives right into your chest. So Aww. that he ends in just sitting on your lap. It's quite Oh, that's really sweet. Mine, I just leave my hand hanging and my dog will come and chew on it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what's in that hand? <laughs> Those, that looks like meat. Exactly. <laughs> Rude. Sorry. Oh, man. They're treating there. Exactly. All right, we got to go. Uh, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 9. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right, Steve. I'll come. All, All right. right. I will too. Bye. All right. Love you. Bye.